Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week, brought to you by Spy and Trunk Club. Hey. hey. A movie. Wow. We're big time now. And Trunk Club. But anyway, <laughs> 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 I felt like that was disparaging towards our other sponsor, <laughs> Trunk Club, provider of fine shirts. I think I got this shirt from Trunk Club. I did, actually. So we'll talk about that later. Uh, how you doing? How you doing, guys? Good. We got, uh, this Good. week, we got Gus. Blaine. Aaron. Chris. Gus, well, you did much better this week. Well, I was very Blaine. Blaine. Last week I was like, oh, uh, my name is Max. And then Gus was like, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> I just stared at Blaine. Yeah, I was like, I messed up. I can't, I can't do anything to physically intimidate him. I can just be you upset put, and disappointed. Put him in a mask next time, next podcast. He's just there in a metal mask like, I'm Blaine or I'm Max. Or People didn't know me until I wore the mask. <laughs> Wait, he, he, he wore yeah, a mask I know. in Spain. He, yep. he should have done the voice. Did you ever feel like during Mad Max that... Have, have you seen it? I don't yeah, know. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you ever feel like um, like that to- that Blaine voice was coming out of Tom Hardy's mouth? Like, was it confusing at all for you? Mm, no, the the Bane voice. Yeah. Mean? No. Um, I don't know what he was going for though, because he like Mad Max is Australian, um, but he kind of had this like American like gruff. It was like a Batman voice, if anything. There's a lot of grunting. Yeah. 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 It's still a good movie. You know who had the Bane voice was the the main dude, the main villain guy. That, I was yeah. I definitely... Then he he's like. Morton Joe. Oh, good job. And it's like, yeah, it sounds like Bane. That, that, the villain from uh, Mad Max Fury Road reminds me of uh, my little dog, Oswald. <laughs> he's got, he's got like, that flowing fur off to the side. Metals on that the side. That makes him less intimidating, I assume. For Halloween, I want to get him, like, a little mask or something he can put on his face. He lays on top of you. This is my property. <laughs> little plastic vest and stuff. It's yeah. so gross. Yeah. Um, was it Oswald or Benjamin that was in... Uh, Million dollars. It's Benjamin. Benjamin. Sorry. Forgive no. me. Benjamin wears the monocle. It looks like he's a giraffe, though, in that. His neck is <laughs> he looks so fin- small. His, his neck, neck is, is so like <laughs> huge in that. Yeah. He's a very long dog. It's, it's weird to think, like, whenever I look at, at those two dogs in particular, it's weird to think that at some point in their history, there were wolves that eventually <laughs> led to this. I say no. that all the time with dogs, because you look at all these weird things, and you're like, you were a wolf at some point. How are you this now? How are your eyes like... You know, like that pug. You know, Penny the pug is a lovely dog, right? But she, Best dog she came from a wolf. And that is like something a wolf would eat. You right. Know? Yeah. Like yeah you without put a, hesitation. You put a pug outside and like it doesn't last eight hours, right? No, like, no. There's no way. An owl would pick up a pug or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Just fly away funny. with Penny. <laughs> yeah. My parents own Maltese and they're these tiny little dogs. And they have the exact bone structure of a wolf just scaled down. Really? So, yeah, it's weird. that that That's what, you know... They're so fluffy and cute. <laughs> I love playing with them. They're so fluffy. So, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I, I I get nervous sometimes. Like when I first moved into my new place last summer, um, one morning uh, I let my dogs out, and uh, the little one Oswald, the uh, Mad Max villain, he like ran out into the front yard, then immediately like crouched down really low, and I was like, well, "That's weird. What's he doing?" So I stepped out into the yard, and there was a giant hawk, like oh, like right on, on a, right, like right next to us on a little balcony, just like looking down at him. I was like, oh, well, that's why <laughs> that could eat him, right? Like yeah. that could really eat him. That could be like a yeah, that'd be sad. It was, it would, might be like the biggest hawk I've ever seen. It probably it like it, it took off eventually. But it probably had like a five or six week five or six feet wingspan. God damn. How much do you think a hawk like that can pick up? I don't know. You know Weight wise, because I mean, at least a rabbit. Yeah, a rabbit, yeah. So, you know, 10 pounds or something like that. Yeah. But you don't think, like, a, a bird like that could... Because I mean, birds themselves are so light because, you know, they fly and all that. But, you know, I mean... An infant? Be, uh, yeah, an infant, possibly. Yeah. I'm serious. I'm, I'm sure it's happened. Take out of I'm just saying... It's like they came out of nowhere. <laughs> well... Like a newborn, <laughs> <Yeah>. maybe. <laughs> 
Well, that's probably why they keep newborns inside. <laughs> they're just hawks outside the emergency room or the infant ward, and they're just like, God damn it, who brought the hawks to the hospital? What were we thinking? A hawk above every bed. <laughs> who put the falconry right next door to the neonatal ward? Damn it, Jerry. Cost-cutting measures. Um, speaking of pinning shoes at our uh, softball game, or the kickball game, probably the best part of that game. Other than that, we got our asses so I, I, I do want to update all of the, the viewers and listeners to who actually was the first person injured. It wasn't Brandon. It was Mariel sitting in the Ooh, control room. Yeah. Mariel, you should have kept your mouth shut. I was going to take the blame. I was icing my foot last night. She couldn't keep her mouth shut because she, she has that giant bandage on her knee. Yeah. Oh. She kicked. She didn't realize how heavy the ball was and kicked it and immediately fell over. No. Oh, that is pretty embarrassing. <laughs> That's the complaints I've heard is just the ball was big. Yeah. They were fucking well, massive. They're like small uh, yoga balls. They're like medicine balls. Yeah. Is that normal for a kickball league? I don't understand. I don't think so. I think, uh, well, Brandon went into it thinking we were going to be kicking with the smaller ones because his girlfriend, Paula, plays kickball and she's been in a league before and they use the regular ones. And we showed up and they had these fucking boulders. And we're like, what the hell? You know, like, I kicked it, and I kicked it far, but it's so big, and it just floated for so long that there was, like, three people in the outfield that were just like, boom, boink. Yeah. And I was like, Bra- well, I'm out. Brandon said you couldn't even do pop flies, really, because it was such a big ball that it was just, you just kind of kicked it and broke your foot and ran or whatever. Basically, yeah, you hobbled to the first base. But yeah. We got fucking wrecked. What was the score? He's like, what was it, 12-0? 11-0. <laughs> Tyler almost murdered a woman, or the guy in broadcast. Like he he knew his shit. He's played baseball. But he uh, fucking wrecked it. I heard. I heard she the uh, he was the hawk and she was the uh, the little dog. Yes. Oh, very much so. He was running after someone to to throw a, the kickball at her, and she just fell into the fetal position. It got swooped down. It's getting to the point now where it's like I showed up and I was like, "All right, you know, let's meet some girls and stuff." And, <laughs> and there was, like, there was, there was a right. team that had played before, and they had a cute girl on their team. So I started going and talking to her, or going and talking to the group. And then she came up to me, and I worked my way over. And then it's like, "Blind, you have to bat!" And then like I had to turn around. and I was like, "That's a social club. Like I'm socially socializing." And then we played, and I got beat, and she left, and I was like, "I don't want to be here anymore." Join kickball for the women. Well, you'll probably end up playing against her, right? Uh, hopefully, you know, we'll see, we'll see how that goes. But uh, <laughs> kick some balls around. It just sucked. There was too many cooks in the kitchen. Like a lot of people were trying to coach, and nobody had fun. I coach think, your dating game or the actual? Lane, <laughs> okay. Lane. All right, go, go now. Go Lane, now. Just go. Leave. Just leave. First base. First. Third. Third. <laughs> Back to first. <laughs> Swipe right. Um. So, uh, how did you hurt your ankle? Oh, I was just kicking that fucking ball. It's massive. <laughs> it's like I. I go into it toe first instead of like I guess you're supposed to hit it with the side. Yeah, like soccer. Yeah, well I went into it like power kick and <laughs> just blew my fucking foot. So now whenever I drive I'm like it's either flooring it or easing off the brake. Well you drive you that eight well, go ahead. Change your shoes while you're driving. <laughs> you ever do that? <laughs> It's hard. It's because you're having. What the fuck are you guys doing? And it? illegal. <laughs> why, why can't you change your shoes once you stop? Once you get where you're going. I got things well, to do. But it's like a, it's a getting on stuff, getting moving. You're talking to the guy who wants uh, autonomous cars, and I'm guessing <laughs> so he can change his shoes in traffic. Well, now. He could just take his shoes off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The robot car never complains about the smell. No, yeah, he doesn't. No, no he doesn't. Even um, if the passengers do. What's, um, what's the dumbest thing you've done while driving? Dumbest thing I've done. Um, hmm. Well, there's. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably something sexual. Yeah, okay, I was gonna say, <laughs> let Aaron take that one. Well, not let me take it. I just suggested. <laughs> I didn't want to say it because everybody would expect me to say it. So I'll just oh. let take that one. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, you you get fooling around in a car. It'll be easier when it's autonomous. 
Because yeah, then you won't have easier. to shift and like, you know. Well, I don't even do shifting. What? Like, I, I don't have a... You I don't do have a, a automatic. stick to, <laughs> whenever you're... Yeah. Yeah. You have an automatic. Uh, yes, I do. Um, I think I've told the story in the podcast before, but the dumbest thing I ever did was... Um, I, um, yeah, I used to have a, a standard transmission, a little manual uh, pickup truck. And uh, a friend of mine came over to visit me from out of town. And uh, we stayed up late. And then we, the next morning, we were going to go to Houston to visit another friend. And uh, I woke up the next morning. I was really tired, really hungover. And I asked my friend who was visiting, like, hey, can you drive a standard? He said, no, sorry, I can't. So I started driving from Austin to Houston. Then partway down the road, I'm like, are you sure you can't drive a standard? Because I'm going to fall asleep here. He's like, I can't. I said, I'll tell you what. Once we get going on the highway, once we're on 71, I'm just going to close my eyes. Like, I'll just keep my foot on the accelerator. You just reach over and, and steer, and we'll be fine. He was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I put my head down, start sleeping. God. And then I think... I should check on this. And I open my eyes and I look at him and he's asleep. Also <laughs> with his hand just reached over on the wheel. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? But I'm course, the responsible one here. <laughs> I'm doing my job. We're doing what we agreed on. Uh, and of course, that only like, that only woke me up for like three minutes. <laughs> and of course, I'm like, oh, I'm really sleepy again. <laughs> You're essentially a cement block on an accelerator pedal is what you were. You're like, yeah. 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 Luckily, the, the highway was very straight at that stretch. I, I can't believe I'm not dead. Like that, that there's, Almost no scenario where that story ends well. How'd you make it through that trip? What did you just stop and like take a rest, or did you get some water? Like, how did you make? Did you drive all the way? I just drove. I just yeah, start slapping myself. Yeah, yeah slapping. I, I pulled chest hair when I had when I have it. I'm pulled chest right hair. Oh yeah, that wakes me right up. Yeah, you get little strange little patches. You're like, nose oh, hair? I was really tired. So. Little nose hair? No. Yeah, it hurts. Oh. It'll wake you up. Yeah, no, nice I've done that actually. Nose hair. Because you want them out anyway. Just turn the AC up all the way so it's freezing and then you have to stay awake. <laughs> that doesn't do it for me. My truck didn't have AC. <laughs> like, oh. my truck had no AC, no radio, no nothing. So it was like a blanket. The air was like blankets. Yeah. Was like, uh. um, so I'm going to go on a tangent here. You mentioned, one of you mentioned plucking nose hairs. Yeah. Uh, I've got a guilty admission to make. Um, I The other week I got a nose hair trimmer. Because oh. I was like, oh, you know, I've got some nose hairs that come out and they look kind of gross. I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be good about this i'm gonna trim my nose hairs so i'd never used one before so it's like a little looks like a little nub right like a little circle and it's got like something worrying in it and you like stick it in your nose and it trims the hair and i don't it's like i don't know like how far you stick it in or what's so like, right. like i'll just you stick it in as far as you can stick it right so i'm like in there like working the nostrils and then i'm like oh wow you know all this hair came out like it looks good and i'm like Oh, now all the hair's short and it's stabbing the inside <laughs> of my nostrils. Because it's like for the next week, I just kept squeezing my nose because it, it was just so uncomfortable and it hurt because it was like all these tiny little coarse daggers stabbing the inside of my nose. That could be dangerous shoving that thing up your nose. Like I felt like total recall. You're, you're like, all of a sudden you start, <laughs> start hearing violins and stuff. And you're like, what am I touching up there in my brain? Yeah. I, yeah. I, my, I had a, a full set and it comes with like a, a nose trimmer. A small trimmer and then a big trimmer. And I use a small trimmer for like my neck and my face, and then the big ones for my balls. Obviously, you can't have them be the both the same one. I thought you were going to say you suck it up your butt. No, why? Just why? You know, people have hairy buttholes, and you get rid of the dingleberries. No, you, no, you don't. You're saying stick it up your butt. <laughs> well, I mean, just there's like, no hair in your it's ass. Different. It's so around like in that region. There's hair. Right, and it does cling to poo. You're talking about dingleberries. Dingleberries. Do you uh, take care of that? Yeah, I, it's, I have my. You're asking the man who waxes his chest. I feel like the the and normally the butt's a whole other, a whole other story. You got to spread, and then you got to. Are we getting into shaving and waxing asses again? Yes. All right. How do you take care of it? Huh? What you my know, ass? No, just the downstairs mix up. 
Well, I have different methods. There's the burning method. You, just, you, know, <laughs> uh, you know, trimming. Uh, Agent no. Orange. Yeah, Agent Orange. You know, I just go like, I don't even know what I'm going with here. But, uh, you know, like you know, basic trimming. But the thing is, is I have two uh, electric razors that look exactly alike. Mm. And so I, I'm always playing like, well, not, I guess it wouldn't be Russian roulette. But, you know, I'm like, which one was it? And there's only one way to tell which one it was. And Smell. I... Yeah, and I'm not going to do it, so I just go, uh, I'll wait another week. And I'll it out, like, Dangerous know. game you play. Yeah. I, my, I, one time I went to a friend's house, and I was like, oh, man, I forgot to shave. Cause, and he was like, oh, I got an extra razor. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. And I'm like shaving, and he's like, you know that's my ball razor. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, friends are assholes. <laughs> it's like rusted and covered in hair. <laughs> like, that's my special like, razor. Same thing has happened to me before. Yeah. So when you... Um, I mean, I'm curious because I don't think I've ever talked to any 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 dude who takes care of his butt hair. Um, <laughs> doesn't it get really itchy when it grows back in, or do you just like always maintain it to the point where it never get reaches that stage? No, it'll get itchy after a certain point, but I prefer itchy than tangled because mm. mm. if it gets yeah, if you're like running, especially like very active, you know, like it all gets yeah yeah. <laughs> if it gets tangled, it pulls, and you don't know what the pool is from. You're like. What is that? Is that that what? STD? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I took care of that. No, but you feel this weird tug, and you're like, Wah! where is that? And then you're like, oh, yeah. I have to keep my belly churned because, like, sometimes belly hair will get hooked on belt buckles, mm. and I'll just, like, that is pain beyond belief. That, that, that one I can relate to. That happens for me. What color is your belly button wet? Is it? Typically a, 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 a it's sort of a gray, sometimes a light blue. I, it, just, I just took I mean, a shower. I imagine it's so. just whatever... Whatever mine's color always, clothing, always wear. dark blue. Yeah, yeah you it, wear a lot of blue shirts. Yeah, uh, mine's always gray or dark blue. Also, like I feel like there's no variation. Like I'm wearing a red shirt right now, but I, there's never like a, oh a, look, well, there's red lint. Be an ex- experiment to wear only red shirts or a yellow shirt or something like that, to where it's like, how did we get to this color? Here? Oh, I need to take some picture, Patrick. One time I went as the Hulk for Halloween, so I painted my entire body green. I can't picture you as the Hulk. And for <laughs> fucking weeks, probably months, I was. Finding green shit all over my body, even places I didn't apply it, but it was just like all up in my ears and my nose, and just like belly button. It was, it was there for weeks. So that's that's the worst. I've never dressed up as the Hulk, but when we filmed, the, uh, <laughs> you don't we, say. When we filmed the the baby Gus short, you know, there's that scene where I had to be uh, covered in mayonnaise. Is that really mayonnaise? Yeah, yeah. So I put mayonnaise all over myself and. Like I thought I did a really thorough job of of cleaning all the mayonnaise off, and then like later that night I'm at home and I'm like. What is that? Like, oh, there's mayonnaise in my ear. Like, gross. You have tons of nooks and crannies that you just never see. Like, that cleaning behind your ears shit. I mean, it's true. Like, when do you ever clean behind your ears? It's mm-hmm. just not a place you touch. Even mine feels dirty right now. I just took a shower. If, it, it's, it's funny how that works. Like, the, the areas you concentrate on. Like, I think about, like, when I'm in the shower, like... I, I, I don't know. I don't know how other people approach it. Like, what's the order? Like, you have to shampoo, you have to condition, and you have to like wash your body. But what is the appropriate order to Top do it down. in? See, I do that uh, yeah, now. But when I was younger, I used to do body wash and then do the shampoo at the end for some reason. Huh. But I, I agree with you now. I think top yeah. down's a I lot better. You probably do that because baths. You what do you shampoo first? No, you shampoo first and baths. Never mind. But then, like, even once you get like, it's it's time to wash your body. It's like, how do you start? Yeah. You know, do you start? On an arm or the torso or like, are there? So I start like top, but are there people who start from their legs first? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I mean, it's dangerous yeah. washing your feet because you can slip. Yeah, 
So well, and you know. get the the soap dirty or the washcloth dirty from your feet. There's yeah. like certain areas that like immediately dirty the washcloth. I would like, I would do can't use the oh, same. I would always do feet last because if you're gonna like hurt yourself, at least you'll be clean. What? <laughs> they find you like splayed out. And they're like, he's been dead for hours, but he smells great. Myers <laughs> <laughs> mm, Spring. I, I I think I fuck up because I I shampoo. Soap, 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 soap. And then I come back to my face with the bar that's been... It's dirty. ...everywhere else. Yeah. It's soap, I, though. The, the, is soap self-cleaning? I don't know. We right. had this discussion I, when Dan used my bar of soap, and I found a pube on it. I guess it's not if there's ugh. pubes lingering on it. But, I mean, is it? does a bar of soap, like, contain, you know, bad material germs and stuff? I don't know. It's like, it seems like even if there's a pube, you should be able to, like, lather it up. Yeah, you lather up the pube it. and you get rid of it. Yeah. Who knows? One Still, of life's great mysteries. That's huh, not guys? cool. He should have. He should have removed the pube. Oh, yeah, he didn't care. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he told him if he'd maintained. Pants. Yeah, probably. he wouldn't even have had it. Ah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um. So what's everybody doing this weekend? Um. I don't know. So you know, I, I started thinking about it. It's um. You know, today's obviously Memorial Day. Well, whenever this is airing, we're pre-taping this. It's early in the morning. It's um, early. It's really early in the morning right now for us. But um. Chris's face. So it's Memorial Day, and uh, I feel like. <laughs> Memorial Day is like always the start of summer. It's like when kids start getting out of school and, um, you know, it starts getting really fucking hot. And it made me like start trying to wonder, like think back about like road trips and like summer vacations I used to take with my family uh, when I was younger, which at the time were awful. And then like looking back now, it's like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, I remember one year it was like right. I had just gotten my license. And I was so excited. My family was like, we're going to, you know, we're going to take a, a trip to Colorado. Like, yeah, we're going to drive there. Okay. You're going to do all the driving. Oh. It was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so it was like, and I grew up like way in South Texas. It was like a 20 hour drive nonstop. Like I'd never driven before. My family was like, all right, drive us there. Um, we're just going to be hanging out in the car. <laughs> and it was fucking brutal. Like at first, you know, it's, it's fun to be driving and it's new and it's exciting. And then, like, in the middle of the night in Oklahoma, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, I'm a sucker. Jesus. You get tired. You're just like, Mom, I'm going to go sleep. I'm here, and I'll just, I'll just be like that. Uh. But I've always liked driving and, uh, and driving long distances. Mm. Like, I, um, when I was younger, I, I was convinced that when I was, uh, when I was an adult that I was going to be a truck driver. <laughs> wow. Aspirations, man. It was like, I want to drive. I want to drive. And there's a job where I would get paid to drive. It seemed like... The perfect storm. Win-win, yeah. I was reading something about truck drivers, uh, an article saying that they had a higher percentage of sociopaths and uh, oh. and murderers or something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. Sociopaths, definitely. But I don't remember what the other thing was. And it's like because it takes a certain you know weird mindset you know that you just want to drive all the time and get away know, from your past. Yeah. Get always be moving. And leave it and all never behind. Never put roots down. One rest stop at a time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's That's a song in there somewhere. Leaving that a trail said, of dead hookers big, in your wake. Big Trouble in Little China is a good movie. <laughs> 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 Gus, you say? The sad part is I still... <laughs> I still want to be a truck driver. I still would like to be a truck driver. I, I still think it would be, it would be fun. I think, it, I think it's for me, it's the, like not having to deal with anybody else. Like right. You're just in a truck and occasionally you get out and put gas in it. Well, talk about things that'll be autonomous. I mean, truck driving will be one of the first. I think they're already doing that in you know some Norwegian com- uh, country. I mm-hmm. think. I think it was uh, Volvo developed the self-driving. Yeah, a buddy of mine was actually working for Volvo in Scania, and he was doing all the tests on that. And I mean, he's like, "Yeah, it'll be within a decade." Yeah. So See, I'd just... be a truck driver for if I could just monitor the truck. Like if the robot cars were driving, and I was just like the overseer. That'd be cool because so I hate you just driving. Sit, you just want to get paid to sit in the car. 
Yeah, I'd do that. Yeah. You don't like driving. Well, I hate driving. That is, it's not driving technically. That's so you just be in a big moving office, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> going from ten. You see like a desk and a chair, <laughs> just zooming down the highway. Smokey and the Dude. Bandit would be so boring. If that were, you know, if autonomous trucks were in the Initiating 70s. chase protocol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smokies everywhere. And, yeah. 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 But it, it, it would be, you know, super boring if also, like, the, the cop cars were also automated. <laughs> like, they're, just, they're having a high-speed argument about, like, whether or not you should pull over. Burt Reynolds is in his Trans Am just reading the newspaper, and he's like, oh, I'll get back to it in a second. <laughs> Uh, but I, I've read too that like truck drivers, <coughs> like have you ever been on the highway? I drive to Dallas a lot, and I typically do it at night because it's you know clearer traffic. But there'll be a lot of truck drivers on. There's like a truck driver like swerving, like they have a lot of sleep deprivation. That's like a big problem that plagues the, the trucking industry, I guess. Well, there are rules against that. You're supposed to have. It used to be where you you're supposed to log your hours or whatever in books. And, you know, they always fudged those books so they could drive longer, blah, blah, blah. But then it became a computer system that they tracked and stuff, so it's a lot harder to do that. And But I think there's some – I don't know if it's state or federal law that, you know, the, it's it's murky so you could drive for a longer period and you could just drive for a straight period and then, you know, not sleep and then you're swerving all over. I think they have those rules for, like, taxi drivers and Lyft and Uber drivers too. Um, I had a girl – okay, so I think it's oh, – I don't want to sell any brands down the – down the toilet. Well, Lyft, let's just say that Lyft is better because they have rules on how, <laughs> how long their drivers can drive for, and then it cuts them off. Um, but there's other companies that they don't do that, so they can drive for as long as they want to. And I had a friend who actually was in one of these cars, and the driver started peeing. Like, there was so much efficiency that, no, he had, like, some <laughs> device that he started pissing into. No. Or whatever no. it is? I, I don't know. It might, like, a maybe a cup or something? Was he just, like... Was it a device or a she, cup? Because I mean, yeah, yeah. totally different. Things. I don't know. I don't know because she she was like really freaked out by it and, and just like grossed out and she didn't want to pay attention obviously and she was in the back seat so she immediately called her dad and was just like talking to her dad looking at the scene that makes it even weirder. <laughs> but she would you why her just dad while well, this guy is just like I wouldn't want to call my parents. <laughs> It'd be great if the bag is like in the passenger seat, like <laughs> exactly. and just filling up. So like, in the face. <laughs> like, oh, it's, and it's next to like a, one of those hamster containers with lemonade. Like, <laughs> help yourself to some yeah, lemonade. Yeah, just, uh, we'll taste. Uh, I, I could see calling a uh, father. It's like a security thing, right? I guess, yeah. But to me, it's, it's like I wouldn't want to call my. I'd be like, what, what is he? What is? I don't know what my dad would do. Like, dad, there's a man peeing. Well, she didn't, she didn't do that. She wasn't going to be in this car with this guy, not at her destination, be like, this guy is peeing, Dad. Like, she was just calling, like, hey, how's it going, Pap Pap? You know, like, just <laughs> pap, talking pap, to him. Pap Pap. Is know. that what you call your dad? No. Well, every now and then to, to <laughs> mix things up. Pops. You know, daddy Yeah. Very good one. Yeah. Classic. Just yeah. dad. Shout out to my daddy one teacher of the year, by the way. Oh. it's a good man. Congratulations. Yeah. To him, not to you. You, yeah. didn't, you didn't do shit. <laughs> You played. You lost a <laughs> kickball game <laughs> by a horrible score. You can only see me now. Um, I'm always, I'm always amused. Like you said, pop, pop, or whatever. Like I'm always amused at the the nicknames people come up with for their parents and for their grandparents, and what that distinction is. Uh, what's the one? There's one I really hate. Mima. Oh, oh yeah. I, I I cringe anytime I hear someone say that one. Yeah. I've heard like FIFA. Really? <gasps> like, it was a weird... I've heard... I have this one friend People. growing up in elementary school. He had a weird name for every grandparent. And, like, I didn't understand, and I didn't I didn't want to understand. It's just, like, Fifa, Mama, Fla, Fla, and... What do you call your grandparents? Well, uh, I 
grandma. I called him dead. I knew. I saw the setup. (laughs) See, I thought that, but I didn't want to say it. That doesn't make sense. I called him dead. Hey, dead. (laughs) They're dead. Not dead. They're not alive. Mine are too, but you don't call them dead. Oh. Do you ever call your grandparents? I imagine some people call their grandparents by their first names, right? Are there like some strange weirdos out well, there? There's people like, who call their parents by their first Oscar. names, right? So well, it, it follows that that would happen as well? Well, I would, yeah, I would think, like, I was actually thinking on this. There's a point where you cross, cross a threshold where you start calling your parents their first name. I think I don't, they're divorced. And no. you or, like, maybe it's a step-parent, I think is typical. No, step-parent. But I mean, or you don't respect them. That's when you're in your rebellious teen stages. Well, no, but, I mean, like, people get to a certain point where they're even, you know, their their parents, even if they're not divorced or, or whatever, it's just like... Yeah, that's Bill, and that's you know I've Margaret. I, yeah, I don't, I, I've never, yeah. But plenty of people do that, and it's like, what is that? What is that point that that happens? And you, do you know, call your mom, <clears throat> mom, mom. You seem to call my mom, mom. I don't call her. Yeah, Joanne trying, or anything. Yeah, yeah. But do you? Well, then why? What's oh your no, I, I when I introduce it to my friends, I don't go. Friends, this is mom. I go, <laughs> this is you know Joanne. I would just say this is my mom, and then they'll call them Mrs. Gibson. Yeah, but the thing is, is, you know, if I do that, then they'll call her Mrs. Marquis, and she's not Mrs. Marquis. Ooh. And then it creates an uncomfortable situation. Uh. Like now, Blaine. Sorry. Well, no, we need this, this, this explanation. That would yeah. be you. Yeah, now you know. You go, his his, his mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every, uh, so I've, you know, known Aaron for a while. His, every time uh, I post anything on Facebook, uh, his mom will comment on it. And she'll be like, "Ooh, very handsome, but not as handsome as Aaron." <laughs> no matter what he posts, too. it's like a picture of his dinner. <laughs> this is a great dinner, but not as good as something Aaron would. Eat. <laughs> no, I'm serious. It's like it's uh, so. There was that uh, magazine article that uh, we were in for social disorder, and I posted it. And I was like, "All right, so you know, here we're in this article. You know, next next article, I'm hoping to get a sexiest man of the year." Like joking, and she was like, "Well, you're sexy, but not as sexy." <laughs> I was like, "What?" I think this irks Chris so much. He's even told me about this. <laughs> Independent of Aaron, he's like, "God, his mom just like backhanding comments on everything." You know? Uh, yeah. Well, no, she's just proud of her son. You're you're, you're very sexy. Well, your she's proud of me too. My just not as I'm proud. Sexy. Yeah. I mean, my mom thinks I'm sexy, and that's that's you know that's oh, nice. Yeah. That's really hot. <laughs> Maybe the the most awkward conversation ever um, on the podcast. Um, (laughs) You could talk about family vacations. Are you going to do? No, I was going to. I was going to say something else. Oh, oh, oh! We were talking about. um, I just got your text, by the way. We were talking about like introducing your parents as um, like their names. Mm. Yeah, I would have a problem with that because. With my father, my father and I share the same name. Oh, because I'm the third and he's junior. So any time I've never introduced him like that, and if I did, it would just cause more confusion. Be like, oh hey, this is my dad, Gus. <laughs> what if you said his name was Gustavo? He goes by Gus. Oh, like I go by, I almost go by Gustavo more frequently than he does, hmm. oh. unless we're dealing with Spanish relatives, in which case we're both <laughs> Gustavo, and it's just like just introduce him as Junior. Be like, this is Junior. See, <laughs> <laughs> my dad just That was really confusing to me as a kid because, um, you know, I always, you know, growing up, I always saw on TV or films or whatever, like, Junior was the child. So I thought, I've got to be Junior. And then, you know, <laughs> my dad would always be like, no, you're the third. I'm Junior. Like, that doesn't make sense because on TV, the kid is always Junior. Be like, no, I'm Junior. You're the third. Well, you can say Junior, Junior, technically, right? Isn't, can't that, you say Yeah, that, that just like, rolls off the tongue here. <laughs> I'm well, Gus Jr. Junior, junior. junior. I'm just trying to fulfill Junior's dreams here, and you're fucking ruining it. It's junior Junior to yeah. you. 
I think you can only do that if your name is Junior. But um, so I, I, I like my name. I'm, I've always been really happy with my name, and I'm not going to have kids. But if I ever had a son, I would name him the fourth. That being said, don't ever name your kid Junior or the third. Like, just stop that. It's an awful tradition. It causes nothing but confusion. Does it also does it also like cause uh, like a uh, not an identity crisis, but like you know, for instance, there are plenty of actors and creatives and stuff like that who are named after their you know father or some you know mother or something like that. Like, do you ever feel like I'm you know you, you, there's too much pressure there or something that you, or do you think that would happen where they would be like, well, I'm trying to live up to a name. Or whatever you think, there's an added bit of. I, I don't know. Well, not for me. Maybe for some other people. I never. I never really felt. I'm not that talking about you. Dad. I'm talking about like the Robert you Downey Jr. Would you? <laughs> would you ever? Want, if you had a kid, would you ever want to name it a weird name just for funny sake? Um, yeah, my wife and I talked about this a lot. Like, <laughs> we, we come up with uh, with funny names. She she definitely wants to name. If we ever had a kid, which we're not, she always wanted to name the <laughs> kid time. something something crazy, like something really unusual, just so that it stands out. Like we like, I don't know if you noticed, we like we we like giving our dogs strange names, like people names or like old names. I'm so, naming my first dog Steve. Yeah, if we ever, I think if we ever had a child dog, we would give a, a kid. We would, oh. we, we, we would give it like a, a weird name or, or something different. I think like a dog's name. Yeah. Well, the, the, <laughs> this is Rex. The name we had we had settled on uh, was Indy. That's cool oh, as hell. That's yeah. Cool. Well, it's oh, Indiana Jones. That's a meta no, no, thing. Indy, Indy October Sirola. What? Indy. <laughs> Indy October is the middle oh, name. Not I N D Y. No, I N D I. Oh, <laughs> I mean that's a, that's a cool it. name. Yeah, yeah that maybe, one was cooler though. Maybe like a Pokemon uh, character in the way Indigo all the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, our our friend uh, Zach, he's writing a a book right now, and we're, so me and Aaron have been you know reading uh, different chapters of it. And he said that his dad wanted to name him Ben, and his last name is Anner. It sounds like <laughs> <laughs> so Bananer. Bananer. <laughs> you met his dad. You know exactly yeah, why. Know. That was totally yeah. on purpose. That's got to be on purpose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was totally. Yeah. His dad's just you know weird guy. <laughs> no, but there were some other strange names. Yeah. Zach said he was going to name him too. I can't remember what they are though. It was after uh, the movie uh, Tron. Like it was. Like, oh, it, yeah. Trondor? Yeah. He so wanted to name Trondor. him Trondor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would have taken... He would have freaked part. out when uh, Homestar Runner made that Trogdor cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> it was so close. He would have, probably would have adapted the song for his name. Yeah. Trondor. My parents almost named me Zane. Uh, Zane. Eh. Oh, I, could, I could see you being a Zane. No. Zane is cooler than Blaine. Fuck you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But Blaine, Jesse Ventura's guy in Predator's name what, Blaine. What's the name is of the it? actor? Uh Zane. Yeah, Billy well, Zane. No, but uh, Zane Gray was a, a Western writer, I think, a, a book writer. Oh, wow. And, well, he's That's like, real cool, He's Aaron. like a cowboy man. <laughs> what and, cool Blaines do you know? Yeah. Blaine. Uh, Blaine. She's seen Candles, right? He, he gets the girl at the end. His name's like, Blaine? What, what'd you say? He's an asshole. He's an asshole. Patch says he's an asshole. Can't confirm. Perfect. Perfect name. <laughs> 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 it's all right, Zane. Don't worry about it. God damn it. We should start calling. We, uh, I'll, I'll talk to the tech department. We'll get up Zane at Receipt.com set up for you. We can fill in the paperwork, too, to legally get your name changed. We'll just take care of that for you. It's like yeah, 400 bucks. I'll stop listening to you five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to read this. Uh, well, actually, there's not anything to read. I want to remind everyone this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Spy the Movie. There's no copy, so we just uh, talk about it. It's uh, coming out uh, this summer, June 5th, which is really close. We um, uh, we got to go to the premiere party for this during South by Southwest, and 
Um, and I remember at the time, that was back in March, thinking that June seemed so far away uh, to, you know, to, to, to watch a movie. And you know, here we are already. Yeah. Uh, movies got uh, Melissa McCarthy, Jason Statham, Rose Byrne, Jude Law. Uh, and it was crazy because you know, I, I got to see all of those people there uh, in person. And it, it's weird seeing someone you've seen in so many movies uh, Statham's like, like a bulldog. He's, he's, you know, he mm-hmm. almost looks like a, a boxer or something Man. in person. In, in, like he we, um, actually interviewed him because we we're doing the, the interviews for Spy, and he was just slick as hell too. Yeah, He's like, I had a love, and just, like actually just melted. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like, that guy's awesome. Do you have a man crush on him? Absolutely. Yeah. I think I told the story on the podcast South or South by that I wanted to go up and get his uh, autograph, but he's like the one guy that I was like kind of nervous about, and he's like the professional, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, but I, I. I Unfortunately, missed that movie when it came through by in South by, but I've heard nothing but awesome things about it. Yeah, I've seen lots of commercials for it on TV, and all, all of the reviews I've heard so far have been pretty positive. And uh, Bernie actually got a chance to see the premiere during South by, and yeah, he loved it. I think he's he's even tweeted a couple of things about it. Like when he sees people talking about it on on social media, he's yeah. super excited about it. Everyone at South, everyone who saw it at South by said it was funny. Yeah. Here, I guess there is a little bit of copy. I'll, I'll read this. Uh, Spies, a funny action comedy starring Melissa McCarthy, Jason Statham, Rose Byrne, and Jude Law from Paul. How do you say it? Paul Feig? Paul Feig? Feig. I think Feig, Feig or Feig. I've heard Feig. Feig, Paul Feig, Feig, the director of Bridesmaids and The Heat. Uh, Susan Cooper, who's Melissa McCarthy, is an unassuming desk-bound CIA analyst and the unsung hero behind the agency's most dangerous missions. But when her partner, Jude Law, falls off the grid and another top agent, Jason Statham, is compromised, she volunteers to go deep undercover to infiltrate the world of a deadly arms dealer and prevent a global disaster. And remember, never judge a spy by their cover. So it should be, should be interesting. I'll, uh, I'll just, I feel like it's definitely a movie I'll be checking out. Maybe not opening weekend because I'm scared of crowds. <laughs> but uh, shortly thereafter, once the crowds are a little less, I'll go. I'll go watch it. Yeah, but coming out June 5th for all you normal people, it's not like of, me. There's a bunch of spy movies coming out here soon. Like there's that one, but then like they're coming out with the new James Bond. I think there's another big spy. Uh, oh, uh, Man from Uncle. What? That's a movie. Mm-hmm. It's it was a TV show, yeah. but it's coming back that. out. Man from Uncle. U N C L E, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. The, acronym or whatever it is yeah spy yeah. movies are always cool like if there was like a aside from star wars if there was like a, a universe i could live in it would be like a spy espionage you know zane gibson is <laughs> this spy <laughs> <laughs> that should be that should totally be your alternate like alter ego name zane zane gibson when he gets killed in the first five minutes of the movie just like exploded <laughs> <laughs> he's amelia estevez yeah. <laughs> he gets yeah. killed in the elevator shaft yeah, yeah. Did, did you ever see uh was it executive decision it's Kurt Russell oh, and Steven, Steven Seagal. Seagal? Yeah. Where it's like, uh, it's Steven Seagal. Like, Steven Seagal's on the movie poster, I think, and he dies in the first five minutes of the movie. I saw that with my dad, and he, I remember watching it, and he loves Steven Seagal. And he's watching, he's like, yeah, you get up in that Boeing. And then it goes, you're going to make it, not me. And then he goes flying out into the, <laughs> in the, you know, the sky or Steve, whatever. No. And my dad was like, what? what? <laughs> Kurt Russell had to deal with Kurt Russell for however long? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was we, really fun. We went through, like, a, a Steven Seagal, like, phase in the live-action offices. Oh, yeah. And, like, we just, like, like it got to the point where every time we would go up to each other, we would, like, grab... He he breaks arms in every movie, so we would go and he go... Just, <laughs> like, you watch, like, a sizzle reel of him just breaking people's bones. Like, Steven's... He's a bad man. Did you yeah. see that, um, you know, uh, Russia had that big uh, commemoration oh, yeah. a few weeks ago of the 70th anniversary of the end of world war ii mm-hmm. and they invited a ton of um, diplomats to go not very many showed up but one of the people who showed up was steven seagal <laughs> so there's all this weird footage of him like in the crowd watching this 
parade of tanks and like <laughs> Russian power. It's pretty cool. I bet he could break all those tanks. Uh, if those tanks them. had arms, I'd break them. Oh. <laughs> I saw a picture of him behind. Uh, oh fuck! Oh, it's oh. not. Is it Putin? Putin? What's the guy's name? About Russia, the, I, the, Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Putin. I don't know. I was like, oh fuck, you're getting mixed up with their World War II guy. Uh, Who was their World War II guy? Lenin and Stalin. Stalin. Uh, um, anyways, he was doing the rabbit ears behind Putin. What? what? I saw a picture of him doing the rabbit ears behind Putin. Really? Oh, did you fucking shot. Jesus. I feel like Putin would not take kindly to that. Must be a fan. I mean, Putin is the kind of guy that just takes things, too. He, like, he'll threaten you, and he'll he's, take things. He'll take your life. He was former yeah. Spetsnaz. What so was like, the... He's not fucking around. What's the thing with the... He, told, he took that Super Bowl ring. I'm sure you guys have oh, that's, about it, too. Oh, I love yeah. that story. Yeah. I mean, have you, you guys probably talked about it on here, though, right? Who's but, yeah, so, he, yeah, who, who, did, who did he take it from? Was it... it uh, was a, I think it was the... Was Man, it the owner of the Patriots? This. Yeah, but it was the owner or the president or something like that. Of uh, was it the Patriots? It was the Patriots. Yeah. When yeah. you win the Super Bowl, like it's not just the the players and the in the coaches. It's like I think staff, everybody, staff. you know, every, they get the soup the Super Bowl ring. Yeah. And he was showing it to Putin, and Putin was like, "Yes, I like this." And he turns around, walks off, and his men close in behind him, and he just took the ring. And he didn't give it back. He just took the Super Bowl ring, and they're worth something like twenty, thirty grand. Or I won Super like that. Bowl. It was a twenty-five thousand dollar <laughs> ring. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, he took it from the owner of the Patriots, Robert Kraft, in two thousand five. <laughs> just took it. He didn't I give a shit. Game-winning Ro- touchdown. Robert Kraft was in Russia when that happened. It's like, what do you do? Yeah, what do you do? He's asking for it. Um, hold on, I'm, I'm trying to see this. Yeah, uh, I mean, the the balls it takes to do something like that, you just you don't care, and it's like. I didn't. St- All he has to say is, "I didn't steal your ring." Who's going to question fucking Putin? Yeah. Be like, are you accusing me of being a thief? Right. As soon as he says, "I didn't steal it," and you say, "But you did," and it's like, "Those are very heavy accusations." <laughs> my I must crush you. Then you end and up he, like, in the gulag. I did not take it anywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you cannot so, prove anything. This is something so, different. I'm reading this off of CBSSports.com, so this seems like this would be a reputable site. Uh, when was this story published? This story was published June 15th, 2013. Yeah, a couple years ago. Um, yeah, this happened back in 2005. Um, so I'm, I'm going to read uh, a little section out of this. Uh, Kraft might have helped America <laughs> dodge World War III because instead of going after the ring, Kraft let Putin keep it at the insistence of the White House. Yes, someone at the White House called Kraft and insisted he let Putin keep the ring. And here's a quote. It would, it would really be in the best interest of U.S.-Soviet relations if you meant to give the ring as a present. Kraft said he was told on the White House call. Oh. What? So basically, Putin took his ring, and then the White House was like, you really should say that you, it was president. Just, <laughs> just write it off. Jesus. $25,000 rings. The Cold War tensions are still lingering, I guess. Yeah. I, I felt like I thought that had come up in the news again recently and that the ring was being returned or something. Why would he return it now? There's absolutely no reason to return it now. I, like, he's, like, honestly, he's, he's, like, he's tired of wearing it. <laughs> like it doesn't impress the Russians anymore. <laughs> His finger's just fatigued and he's like, I'll give it back. Oh, man, this muff is gross. This isn't my normal muff. <laughs> Usually I trim my muff, but it's. We need to replace this one. It's got like boogers on the top. It's really disgusting. It's a gross muff you got there. Yeah. Gus, quit talking about your muff on the top. Look at it, it's gross. <laughs> Does he not get. Put it up to your face. That's a pretty nasty muff, man. I get it. I just don't care. <laughs> Acknowledge your stupid. The mature one. I'm mature. I don't know if you know that. That's what I'm known for in the podcast. Yes. Driving We're... my truck around cross country killing hookers. <laughs> we were talking about uh, family vacations. I had this one um, where we went up to Oklahoma 
And it was like this big family gathering and uh, like we had a big dinner and all this stuff. And I was out playing with cousins um, and I go down this slide because they had this like big jungle gym set up. Go down this slide and I just instantly land in like this just giant puddle of mud. I mean, it's like mud everywhere and I'm just like covered in it. And everyone's like skirting away from me. They don't want to get really close oh to me. And my mom's like, we're going we're gonna to get you to take a shower. You're going to change into your cousin's clothes, honey, and stuff like that. I didn't find out until later. The septic tank had oh. erupted. Oh. And I was... Could yeah. you not smell it? I guess not, because I was just like, eh, <laughs> that's, that's, shit. That's our Zane. Yeah. <laughs> Little Zane. Oh, shitty Zane. Zane. Oh, God. Wow. That's fucking awful, man. And then the, the rest of the day, my cousins were calling me, well, they meant to call me feces boy, but they ended up, they couldn't pronounce feces, so they called it fetuses. <laughs> why, why would feces be the first word they go to? I didn't know what about it, feces until I was like 13 Because I think they're trying to like refer to it in a, in a, in a mature, they overheard uh, my aunts and uncles refer to it in a mature manner. You know, they weren't going to be like, Blaine just laying in a bunch of shit. They're like, he, he's covered in feces. <laughs> Dump boy or something. Yeah. 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 Wow. There's that a, was my family vacation. I've never fallen into uh, an overflown sept over well, an exploded was, septic tank, but um, a ruptured septic tank. But um, I, um, you know, I have a lot of family that live in Mexico, and um, one time I was visiting my great grandmother, and I, I to this day I still don't understand what the point of this is. But in her backyard, in a lot of the backyards in this town, uh, there's like a little drainage ditch. They called it a sequia, and it was I don't know if people like. If their house water, like, runoff went into there or what. But there was always, like, water in it, like, crawfish and stuff like that. And um, I thought it was cool. Like, it's like, like, when you're a little kid, you don't understand. I was probably, like, nine. I was like, it's cool that my great-grandmother has a river running in her backyard. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's, like, this little ditch. And, you know, it, it probably was, like, as wide as this coffee table. You know, two feet maybe. And uh, my sister and I like to jump over it back and forth. And uh, at one point, like, my sister didn't make the jump and she fell in. Oh. And I was laughing at her, but then, like, she was crying, then I felt bad. So then I was like, oh, I fell in too, you know, like, kind of did that whole thing. Then, like, went inside and my great grandmother was, like, started yelling at us, like, what the hell, you know, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, get out of your clothes. And she made us coffee. So then this was, like, the greatest day ever. Cause I was like, oh, I got to be in the river and now, like, I'm drinking a <laughs> cup coffee. of coffee. My parents were out, like, shopping or something. And then my parents come back in and my mom sees me, like, naked with a like a blanket around me in the kitchen drinking a cup of coffee she's like what are you doing like oh i fell in you know the second she's like you what <laughs> like, like she like went pale like just thinking about like all the disease i was probably rolling around in syringes like sticking at your back <laughs> rio gustavo <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, it's funny like like you you know so i, I can sympathize with you know rolling around shit. in yeah in something dirty and just not making that connection or not thinking about it yeah we, I guess you can smell it either. We were uh, in L.A. this past weekend, so we went to the beach. And we're sitting there uh, on the beach, and we're like, oh, my God. Up, we, we saw that there was a, a baby seal uh, that swam up to the beach. Thanks. And we're like, oh, my God, look, there's a seal, like, coming right up to the beach. And it's like seals, like, you know, we see its head coming, and, like, oh, you know, children start running to it. It's like, oh, my God, the seal is so friendly. And like, oh, this is amazing. So we're like, we gotta go check out the seal. We walk up, it's a dead seal. <laughs> in the water, it's, all the kids start crying. Its eyes were like rolling in the back of its head. And it's like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and uh, it was rolling around in the tide for a little while. And, and people, so it kept, yeah, it kept, it, it washed back and then it'd come back and people would <laughs> run up to it again. Oh my God, a seal. <laughs> but eventually it rolled back into the water and it starts going down the beach. And we were just like watching it go down the water and seeing the little thing. 
And uh, anyway, I was like, man, someone's going to swim up to it and like be freaked out. <laughs> then we see this guy going out and charging. He was sitting with his girlfriend on this beach towel, and he starts walking into the water, and he swims to the seal. And we're like, what in the hell is he doing? He grabs the seal by the tail and drags it up onto the beach to his girlfriend <laughs> and puts it down on the sand. And the seal is like, I mean, it's huge. It's, you know, bigger than this coffee table, obviously. And the girlfriend's like, what the hell? And then more people start gathering around it. And the guy's just sitting sitting back on the blanket with his girlfriend. Look what I got. Seal. I'm like, <laughs> I got this for you, babe. And she, oh, man, it was awful. Why, why would he do that? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why he did it. I think that he was showing the lifeguard. He was like, hey, you need to get rid of this seal or whatever. But he could have just let it yeah. drift, you know, back out or Lifeguards, whatever. Lifeguards, the garbage men of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and the, I mean, we saw the lifeguard. The lifeguard looked at him and was just like, I don't fucking know what to do. Like, it's like, that's not a person. I can't save it. Yeah, yeah. it's already it's dead, dead, too. <laughs> like, I, don't, I can't do anything with this. What, what are the... so? <laughs> I always get them confused. Like, I know there's seals and there's sea lions. And, like, one of them is, like, the small, cute one that everyone and thinks walruses. about. Uh, yeah, but I'm, yeah, that's yeah. a whole other. The walrus oh, is kind of like tusks and uh, shit, right? Oh, gotcha. one, of them's the, one, one of them's like the small, cute one that everyone thinks about. And then the other one's like kind of like a bigger, grosser one. This yeah. one was cute. Yeah, okay, this well, one was well, cute. Well, for a dead thing. Sometimes yeah. it has dimples and it sings, baby, I compare you to a kiss <laughs> from a... Seal joke. I, Seal I joke. Fuck me, dimples. right? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a beer. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, so, um... Whatever the whatever the the big gross oh, yeah. one is. One time when I was in Puerto Rico, I was um, I was uh, sunning myself on the beach, and uh, it was, like the beach kind of sloped up, and I was like up at the top, like looking down, and it was a super empty beach. I was the only one out there, and then like this this truck pulls up, and these two dudes get out, and they go into the water. I'm like, okay, two dudes just hanging out in the water, and then I could see like a shadow in the water by them, and I'm like, what is that? And it's whatever the gross one is, like a sea lion or seal, like the big one. And I'm like, oh, it's, it, you know, it's it's one of those. It's it's like it's literally right there, like for the distance from me to Chris. And like, oh, they don't see it. They don't see it at all. And then it comes up out of the water, <laughs> and then they both just start screaming. Out of the water. Those things will kill you, I believe. I mean, they'll they'll get you. Anything <laughs> that big in the water can kill you. Not, but a blue whale won't kill you. It could. All, By accident? Not, yeah, it may not be trying to kill you, but if no. it like, you know, it decides to go flop up in the air or something, That's I don't know, it accidents. lands on you. A sea lion will attack you. A blue whale won't attack you. It won't be like, I'm going to go after him. A sea lion is like, ah! Yeah. Yeah. It's a difference. It's, it, it, it's, it's weird that, it's weird to think that most of the earth is covered in water, and that's not like our native... Uh, environment right. like we, if we get in water it, just about anything can fuck us up yeah and we've got about two minutes to live too right yeah, you're going on your swimming ability that's it yeah, yeah. So even those little like things that swim up your pee hole when you pee. oh in the rivers yeah mm-hmm. in south america yikes yeah. that's a that's a urban legend no no, no it's that's absolutely real, real. I, I swear to god i thought i read that was an urban legend no. i mean swear to me just from what I remember, what I'm making up right now in my head, it's not an urban legend at all, I don't think. I think it's real. Uh, I don't have any way to prove that. Leech is clinging onto your man parts. That, that would be terrifying. You ever had a leech on you? Oh. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. Anybody? I had one a, a couple times, yeah. At uh, Secret Beach. Oh, yeah, Secret Beach. You came out of the water and was like, Chris. And you're like, <laughs> what, guys? <laughs> you're on your face? No, it was on oh. your, I don't remember. It was like, you know, somewhere to where you're like, oh, what is that? And you're like, oh! <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, that was pretty rough. And that was moving water, too. Yeah. I didn't understand that. Like, it was in a river that was mm-hmm. flowing, and then he's 
you know, covered in leeches. I've had leeches for, also from a river uh, as well. So I, guess I thought maybe they were in stagnant thing. water, though. I thought they were in uh, like ponds. Or I something. never thought about that until you brought it up right now. But yeah, that's what I, I guess that's what I thought too. I just never put two and two together. Yeah, that's what I've learned from movies. Like I learned, you know, sea lions attack. Uh, you know, things swim up your pee th- hole. Sw- yes, yeah. things swim up your pee hole. And, and uh, leeches. leeches are in stagnant water. Yeah, it's it's weird because I've had leeches on me a couple of times, and I feel like you would think that it would hurt, but you know, you don't realize that it's on you. And then I don't know if what your experience was, but taking it off like doesn't hurt at all. It's no. just like oh, it's just like taking a piece of tape off yeah. of your body. Like oh, no, no. Well, it's like when a, a mosquito or something is. Do- well, I guess that kind of like is annoying. But- no, 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 a lot of times you don't even notice. Yeah. A bit. You know? Yeah, but a mosquito afterwards, like, the bite itches. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the yeah, leech, the it was just, itches, like, but... nothing. Yeah. And I think I, I could have sworn I've seen in movies that they say, like, you have to burn a leech off or something. Yeah. From what I remember well, from put a lighter up to Speed 2 right. Cruise Control, you didn't have to burn them off. But I could be wrong. I hadn't seen that movie in a long time. Mm. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's great. Speed 1's better. <laughs> yeah. I finally saw um, John Wick the other day. Oh. I hadn't so seen it in forever. Cool. It's it's good. It's I mean, it's just, like, action movie, you know, no... No real depth to it, but it's a, it's a cool universe that uh, that they built for that. Are they making a second one? Yeah, I, I, that, I think that's why I finally decided to watch it. I saw they had greenlit the second one. Yeah, I was like, okay, it must be, it must be an okay movie then. Yeah, well, I'm sure it's pretty entertaining. I think it was at South by or something one year, or maybe know. I'm wrong about that. But it, I've heard good things. I was gonna go. I had a uh, a ticket into a John Wick screening at Alamo for free. They're like inviting like press and just people, and I think I showed up just ever so late. To where they wouldn't let me in, and that was like the closest I ever got to being like a diva in a movie theater because I had driven all that way through traffic, and the guy was being such a prick. And yeah. do you know who I am? I didn't. I'm, I'm Zane, Zane Gibson. <laughs> I didn't pull anything like that, but I was just like, listen, you know, I have a seat reserved in there for me, and the guy was just not playing ball. I'm Zane Gibson. This is my friend Gustavo Junior Junior. When was like? Have you ever freaked out at a? cash register person or have you ever had like such a bad customer service experience where you just lost your shit i think the if i did it wouldn't have, it would have been when i was like a teenager or something because eventually once i had a service industry job mm-hmm. i realized wow people just have bad days and you end up like sometimes it's things people can't control and you know you start yelling at them and it's there's no fucking point it changes to it. your perspective once you actually yeah did you or did you have one? Oh no but i do remember this guy coming in when i was working for a luggage company and uh he just right off the bat uh brought in a suitcase and i was like uh, unfortunately i can't return this item because we don't carry it in the store some policy thing and i was like I'm going to get you this number, and I'm going to make sure I push you up on the list so that you can get customer service immediately because I know this is a hassle for you. Being as respectful and kind as I could, and immediately he just started screaming at me. And then he started getting to the point where he started screaming at other customers in the store to get out because I was such a bad customer service rep. So, like, I couldn't yell at him back because that would be bad on my part. So I just started doing the killing with kindness and was, like, smiling nonstop, like, thank you for your concern, sir. <laughs> like, just, like, went into robot mode, and then, like, I got the whole thing worked out, and I made some phone calls. And then he ended up, uh, I handed him the phone. I was like, here's our customer service line. They can assist you now. And he talked to them. He's like, ah, fucking, okay. <laughs> Throws the phone at me. And I was like, you have a great day, sir. Thank you. Come and get, you know, just like, this guy's such a fucking asshole. I was uh, like, 19. I mean, I've had to deal he with. He was 19 or you were 19? I was 19. He was like 50. He was a grown man and should have known better. People immediately turn. I was reading something about this recently because, I mean, I was dealing with uh, my cable provider or whatever. And. The immediate, you know, thing that people do when they call customer service, of course, is like, 
I'm calling about blah, 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 and it's immediately, immediately negative, right? Yeah. And the, peop- the person on the other end just turns off, right? They just, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. I deal with it every day, in and out, and I'm just going to go through the spiel. But if you're nice and you're not, realize it's not their fault necessarily, you know, mm. it's whatever the company's fault usually. You, you know, you're just nice to them. Then they'll give you all sorts of things and they'll work yeah. with you and stuff like that. And, I mean, I totally understand that as far as, like, a customer service thing. Because all you do is deal with shitheads. I used to work in uh, insurance when I was a uh, kid. And, uh, you when know, six? When I was six. Oh, I had <laughs> a job with can't insure your motorcycle, Mommy, sorry. Jo- <laughs> Joanna, Joanna got you started early. That's pretty yeah. good thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was, uh, no, I was ni- 19, I believe. And, like, people were always always mean when they called up you know or you know they had a problem with their policy or whatever and stuff like that and uh what well, <laughs> just imagining an Aaron teenager just be like listen asshole <laughs> don't take your shit sorry i'm sorry <laughs> but like you know the nice ones i was like i will do whatever you know whatever you need you want some more life insurance i'll give it to you for free you know <laughs> and stuff like that and it made a difference i used to give discounts to people who were just like they would just play ball they would cooperate yeah in fact like i got when got a haircut and i had my name on the list and then there's something, some sort of mix up, and then I ended up going last. But I mean, I was fine. I was just like reading comic books there, and they're like, "Do you want a free shampoo?" Like, you know, when you're nice about it and you're, you acknowledge that there's an issue, but you're just like, "It's it's whatever." Then they're like, ah, "Let me give yeah. you some free shit." It definitely works a definitely. hell of a lot better. Um, you know, I used to work at that call center doing tech support, and lots of times, you know, you get a lot of calls when there's an outage, and yeah. you know, people call like, "This was back, you know, when it was all dial-up internet," and people call like, "Oh, you know, I can't believe the internet's down." How long is it going to be down? Like, I don't know. It, sounds, it says here on my screen it's going to be down for two hours. And they're like, I want a refund for the amount of time it's down. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, you're paying nineteen ninety five a month for internet. That's, uh, you know, 66 cents a day uh, divided by 24 hours. You're paying about two and a half cents an hour. So, yeah, uh, where do you want us to mail your five-cent check to? <laughs> and you're like, oh, uh, yeah, um, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it's like when you like really break it down to like what are you actually paying for what are you actually getting it's like oh yeah you're right this is this is actually really I stupid. want my nickel I want it <laughs> damn you it's like yeah the postage would cost more yeah. the gas you would spend going to the bank to give them the check would yes. cost more than the fucking nickel have you ever speaking of gas just made me think about something have you ever run out of gas while you're driving somewhere tons of times tons yeah one time I was driving my Crown Victoria it was uh, the police car I had or had um, Adam and I were, uh, my friend Adam and I were driving up to go get a pizza. We're driving up MLK, um, going west. You know how it's that, kind of, it's really hilly when mm-hmm. you're going towards campus or whatever. I knew I was low on gas, but we were talking or whatever, blah, 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 going to get pizza. And it just ran out of gas in the middle of the road. But the thing was, it looked like an unmarked cop car. So I left it in the middle of the two lanes. Like, I mean, in the middle of traffic, this is 430 <laughs> or five in the afternoon. And he and I just walked to get our pizza, and while we were getting our pizza, I was like, I guess I'll go buy a gas can. And I bought a gas can, I'm filling it up. Meanwhile, we can see down the hill, and cars are, like, backed up to 35, oh. like, going around it. And I don't remember if I put my hazards on or not, but it was just down there. I'm like, man, that really looks – a cop car passed me, didn't even – you know, or I saw it pass and didn't do anything. And then once, you know, we got the gas and the pizza, we just walked back down to the car and, and loaded up, and we're like – all right, let's get out of here. I mean, I parked in the middle of a, a roadway for 20 minutes. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway, during rush hour. Just, during rush hour. The cars just backed up. They didn't yeah, they, they were like, I guess this is important. Whatever's going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, so I have many times. I've not. Have you? Um, once at the airport, uh, and it was actually Jeff's fault, Jeff Ramsey, um, 
was back when we first started Rooster Teeth. Uh, they went somewhere. Bernie and Jeff both flew off somewhere, and I was still in Austin. And uh, they were coming back, and I had to go pick them up. And it's back when I was living with Jeff. So I was like, yeah, I'll pick you up. And I just took Jeff's truck because mine was broken because mine was always broken back then. And uh, so like, I started Jeff's truck. And he, at the time, he lived on Riverside. It was pretty close to the airport. And I drive out there. And like as I'm pulling into the airport, like it just like, cluck, 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 cluck. like, what the fuck? And then so like I coast off to the side of the road. I'm like, I've got like three quarters of a tank of gas and like tap 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 and it goes oh. <laughs> like a motherfucker. and then of course like it's the whole thing we're like since you're on the airport like the cops come out and like what are you doing what's going on like i'm just out of gas so like i'm trying so then i had to try to convince them to give me a ride to the gas station down the road <laughs> so i could buy gas and it was just, it was just a whole fucking ordeal then that then since it was an old truck with a carburetor the carburetor had dried out so when we put gas in the tank it wouldn't start so now I had to siphon some back out to then the pour onto the carburetor. Yeah. It was like, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, the cop was just, like, fed up. He's like, I'm just going to help you push it into the parking lot. You pull a ticket, and then you do whatever you need to do to get it out of here. It was just a, just a huge pain. And, of course, Bernie and uh, Jeff were like, oh, that sucks. All right, we got a cab. Oh, <laughs> wow. wow. They didn't even come help. They didn't even wait. I, uh, I was dating a girl who <coughs> runs marathons and races and stuff like that. She's, like, super fit. And... Uh, we, I took her to San Antonio this early when we were dating. I took her to San Antonio so she could run a half marathon out there. And we take her hybrid. She's like, yeah, it's, you know, no reason that you need to burn all your gas. Like, we can take my car. It's way more fuel efficient. So like, all right, whatever. So I drove us out there. Um, she goes and runs a race. And I park somewhere away from all the race so I can get out of the traffic and just start reading a book. So she texts me. She's like, all right, I'm ready to go. And I was like, all right, great. Start a car. The fucking hybrid's battery had died. It was your... It's the same model of car that you have. Mm. I think I actually texted you. You did like, text me how to like, start it. What the fuck do I do? And you didn't respond. I'm like, thanks, Gus. <laughs> but I was just sitting there. I was probably parked a good two miles away. This poor thing had to go from running a half marathon and walk all the way to like the ghetto part of San Antonio where I was parked, getting the car to get fixed. And we ended up having to jump it. I was so fucking mad. This is like, it's, it's like a. a, a a battery-operated car, and the battery dies. It's like... I mean, it, that happens. Oh, I know, but it gave me no warnings or anything, and it's just like, you just died? I think battery cars are cool, though. <laughs> yeah, here it is. <laughs> it was a Sunday at 9.23 a.m. I think I was still asleep. How do I start a Prius? The power button isn't doing shit. <laughs> then at 11.04 a.m., never mind, figured it out. <laughs> so then the next text I sent to you, I don't even know why... Is like twelve days later. I just say, "Halo?" Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> oh yeah, we were, we were playing Halo Five Beta. Oh okay, that's right. And then you didn't reply. And then the next text is from you wasn't until February. <laughs> wow, really extensive conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we talk a lot. So yeah. insane. Um, I once. <laughs> God damn it. Talking about uh, friends to the airport. I once, uh, you know, my friend was like, "Hey, can you take me to airport? I'm going to New York for a week or two. And I was like, "Yeah, sure." I drive him to the airport, drop him off. Um, and then I get back. I, as soon as I pull back home, he calls me. He's like, hey, can you pick me up from the airport? I was like, what happened? You missed your flight? Or he's like, no, no, not exactly. I was like, what do you mean? It's like, my flight's not today. Jesus. I was like, well, when is it? Like, uh, next month. Oh, my he God. Had the, he, had the wrong, he had the right day, but the wrong month, the wrong month. for his vacation. And he oh. didn't realize it. Was, and it was his vacation. Jesus. There was this. One time I was, heartbreaking. In, I was in the Seattle airport. And uh, I think we were flying back from a PAX. And uh, I want to say, I think it was, someone was there with someone. It might have been Jeff. Jeff and I were there at the airport. And uh, we're taking the red eye back from Seattle. So it's like 9 p.m. or something. 
and we're waiting to get on we're, we're checking into our flight and there's like a group of like six like kind of douchey frat dudes who are also like checking in for a flight they're not checking the same flight they're checking to some other flight and um like one of them's like taking the lead you can tell like he's the guy who organized everything and he's trying to help everyone get checked in Alpha. Uh, yeah and uh so he's up there and like the, the person behind the counter is like typing like crazy she's, and I'm, i don't know what's going on type 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 it's like let me look at your reservation sir type 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 she's like oh your flights were yesterday Oh. <laughs> and then one of the other dudes like takes his backwards baseball cap and he's like what the fuck and he's like slams it on the ground he's like you fucked us <laughs> he's like we missed our flight and he just starts screaming at his friend i like the little detail his backward baseball cap. yeah that's exactly what like, he did the thing where he's like he smooshed it up and then got it in one hand and just slammed it on the ground that's fucking awesome <laughs> Man, Chris and I were when we're flying back from LA uh, on Sunday. Not to keep going on airports, but uh, airport, no, airport stuff, stories but, are like half of this podcast. I know, but we we uh, we're coming back from LA, and it's uh, me, Chris, and Josh Flanagan. We came from the beach. Like, we come straight from the beach. Like we, we, were, we almost missed our flight because <laughs> yeah. we were at the beach. From, yeah, we're with the Dead Seal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, so uh, I'm like wearing a. We're all wearing swimsuits. We're wet and covered in sand <laughs> still. To, to be clear, anyway, Chris is up ahead uh, of us in line because Josh and I, had, you know, had been doing you know a little late. So he's up ahead, and we see him give his ID to the to the TSA agent, and immediately she looks at it, and this like little red thing flashes, and she's like, "We gotta, we gotta go to the side here. We gotta go to a different area." And Josh and I start laughing our asses off, you know, as he gets like you know flagged for you know whatever additional screening. And so, you know, we're uh, getting our way through line, Josh and I, and we look over at Chris and he's getting the full work over as far as like they're digging through his bag and all this stuff, you know, uh, far off. And we can't hear them or anything. We see the TSA agent. The TSA agent says something to Chris. Chris kind of looks at him like that and does this to the table. He goes... <laughs> and the TSA, the TSA agent over. goes, no, 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 turn around, put him out like that. And Josh and I are laughing our asses off. We are, we are laughing so hard. And 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 Chris is seeing us, you know, far off, and he's like, you know, shaking his head like that. And other people around us are laughing. And so I get up to the little scanner machine, and I go through the scanner. And I'm still looking at Chris and laughing because he's still getting, you know, searched and stuff. And I get out of the scanner, and and I'm looking at him, and this guy uh, runs this little thing across me, and it goes, eh, eh, eh. and I'm still laughing. He goes, sir, we need to go to the side <laughs> over here. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, uh, bring your stuff over here. So he runs this like little pad uh, over me and puts it in this machine, and it brings up like some you know red mm-hmm. deal or whatever. He's like, I'm going to have to swab your entire bag. And I look over at Chris. He's like 10 feet from me getting searched <laughs> through all of his stuff, and we're still wet. We're covered in sand, and... And so he, you know, he starts going across my hands. He's like, what, what is this material on your hands, sir? I'm like, it's sand. I came from the beach straight here. And he's like, did you do anything else at the beach besides swim? I'm like, play with dead seals. Yeah, I was like, I guess I was playing with the seals. But, you know. <laughs> and uh, so he runs through the machine again. He's like, sir, we're going to have to go to a private room. Is, uh, oh, God. is that okay? I'm like, what? And Chris just looks at me. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and so I get led past Chris into this room and I hear Josh laughing outside the room and Chris laughing. And we're like causing a scene because we're all together and we all look like bums. And so I'm in this little room and I didn't tell you this, but whenever TSA like really gives you the pat down, they call it out, you know, whatever they're doing. And it doesn't like, it doesn't help the situation at all. He's like, Sir, I'm going to turn my palms around and run it down your chest like this. <laughs> and it goes like that. And I'm like, okay, okay, well, that, was, that wasn't so bad. And he's like, sir, I'm going to take my hand like this 
and run it between your legs like that. <laughs> and he starts, you know, doing this stuff, and I'm like, it's like, you know, creditor debit, man. You know? <laughs> and and he just he does all this stuff, and he's like, okay, you and your friend were at the beach, and I was like, yes, we're at the beach. He's like, okay, you can go. I'm like, fuck me, and I walk out, and Chris was just getting, you know, unsearched. I guess, but it was, yeah. I mean, we were wearing swimming trunks. What are you going <laughs> to do? Sandals. And sandals. Like, where are you going to hide anything? What also, you... look at that face. Like, what is look, he going to do? Look at this punum here. Just, I, I, <laughs> I know a sexier face, though. Oh, yeah. Lips face. Boom. Oh. oh there we go. Call back. <laughs> Joanne. I'll call you Joanne from now on. <laughs> or <laughs> mom. Uh, whatever you want. Just don't call me Junior Junior. We're yeah. talking about late and showing up tardy or, you know, miss schedules and stuff like that. I got invited to a surprise party uh for some girl's friends and i didn't know who they were so i was like whatever you know just give me the time and uh i start driving over i show up house looks kind of dark i start walking up to it and about to knock on the door and i'm like hey where are you like no one seems to be here and she's like the party's not till next week and i was like <laughs> in the middle of this yard i was like fuck me <laughs> fuck and then i like got back to my car <laughs> you're in the kitchen of the house you're like, where's the party man i didn't realize i could have ruined this guy's surprise birthday party like uh, for a party you feel like normally you just walk in right there's no need to knock like what if you had just tried yeah. the door and gotten in there hey where is everyone <laughs> surprise Z- zane here yeah. ready to party would have been a I already, surprise i already drank all the beer in the fridge where's the cooler <laughs> uh, here let me let me read this uh, i want to remind everyone this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by trunk club when it comes to clothing men all over the world agree on two simple facts one when you look great you feel even better and two the time it takes to actually shop for find and buy those great looking clothes absolutely sucks trunk club gets it and that's why they've taken the pain out of finding great looking clothes by shipping you a trunk of clothes that fit perfectly and make you look amazing at trunkclub.com slash rooster teeth you answer a few simple questions about your look style and size you're assigned an expert who will handpick clothes that are just right for you after getting to know you and your preferences your stylist will email you their recommendations curated from only the best premium brands you prove what you like and boom a trunk full of great clothes handpicked for you arrive at your door try them on keep what you want send back what you don't in their prepaid trunk and that's it trunk club is the easiest way to refresh your wardrobe this spring your stylist the shopping the trunk even the shipping are all 100 percent free when you go to trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth. Looking great is important. Trunk Club has made it easy. Only pay for the clothes you keep. No ongoing subscription. No hidden charges. Just great clothes handpicked for you. Uh, you're going to thank me on this. And right now it's completely free. So go get started at trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth. That's trunkclub.com slash roosterteeth. And this is, I got this shirt from Trunk Club. You know who could have their clothes, you know, selected for them? Sarah Marquis. What? Why and how's the camera should, already should, on me? You're dressed you like a normal person today, but we should normally. get you a subscription. Get you some stuff. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean a normal person? What am I usually dressed like? Like an asshole. You got like cowboy boots. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Cowboy What's wrong with cowboy boots? Yeah. yeah, he just he just. Oh, I gotta get these resold. Damn. <laughs> God. Yeah. The, what? No, you I look, look great. You, you buy shirts with like fucking tractors on them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing jorts right now, so Tra- I can't really talk. Yeah. <laughs> you just cut all your clothing up. Is what you do. You cut the sleeves off. You cut the bottom. Well, yeah, everyone's wearing a shirt that fits this this week. Oh, yeah, is it yet? Yeah, it does fit. Wow. I know. When Which, they were talking about getting uniforms for uh, the kickball thing, you're like, just to let you know, I have to cut my sleeves off. Yeah, it's part of. <laughs> By the way, it. in that kickball group photo. Do you have to be that dude who's like flexing and showing off in the back? Like it's a great group photo. Oh, Everyone's just, just like, like there, and yeah. you're just like trying to be like Adonis in the back. Like, <laughs> you, know, like, you, look, look, you look like a fucking. No, there's a girl back. off camera, and it's like, hey. Uh. Yeah. 
Everyone yeah. else is having a good time, and you're just. No one else seems to be having a good time. Tom, maybe. Brandon strangely looks like he's having a good time. Blaine's oh, like posing weird. for another camera. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're not even <laughs> looking in the right direction. I'd like yeah. to point out, Cole, you can't see him, but he had the smallest, shortest shorts on. Like it looked like he was just wearing a, heard, a long short. Cole shirt. looks like he'd shank you in prison. Yeah, he have that, that kind of look, that that hard look. He's crazy. Good man. job, Cole. Yeah. Looking you got hard. a thumbs up from Cole in the uh, in the control. We've got Cole. like seven more fucking games. Oh Christ! Think of all the girls you're gonna meet. There, <laughs> no, like not if my team's like oh, we gotta get kick the ball. They're, they're all serious about kick it. the ball at kickball. Well, I just want to you know hang out and have a couple drinks and you're gonna run out of feet to break eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I feel I so I don't know if you heard, but like three weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago now. Um, I got a haircut, and after the haircut, like, I fell down some stairs like an idiot. What? Um, related. <laughs> because I, I sprained my ankle, and it still hasn't healed, so I'm starting to think I may have broken something in my foot, because oh. it still hurts like hell. Like, I'm still limping. Like You're, Something's broken, it man. It fucking hurts. Like, and even to the touch, like, if I touch it... If, like if someone were to step on my foot, I'd probably cry. Which which ankle? I'm not gonna tell you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I got I got to make a doctor's appointment. And go to the doctor. Like even if you like break a bone in your foot, there's nothing they can do, right? Like well, no. I mean ankle. They. I mean if something. It's not my ankle there. It's like it's like on the you. top of yeah, the foot. Yeah, they give you a boot so it doesn't like twist. And, or depending, and, they give you a special little cast. I tore a ligament once, and I was in a boot for a while. Mm. But they, they'll probably put you in crutches because they're going to want you to get off that foot. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, crutches fucking blow. Where does the haircut come into play in that story? Yeah, I don't know. Because I was getting a haircut, and after the haircut, I was texting my wife, like, I'm done with my haircut. <laughs> and I was walking down some stairs. And I wasn't paying attention to the stairs, and I fell down the stairs. Oh, okay. You could have you just said, I was walking down some stairs. Because I'm, like, I'm prefacing it for people who listen to the podcast to remember my haircut. Oh. I remember me talking about it. You guys obviously don't know shit. Or yeah. listen to the podcast. Or, or listen to the podcast. <laughs> you just show up for it. Late, actually. <laughs> There's this uh, funny quote from uh, Zach. This is the first newspaper article he ever did, or whatever, interview. And it was about like showing up for stuff, and they're like, you know what? What is your creative process? You know when you when you do things. When we're filming stuff, and he goes, "I just show up and do shit, and they either use it or they don't." <laughs> <laughs> and he was joking, but that was the quote they ran with. <laughs> I show up and do shit, and they either use it or they don't. Like groundbreaking, classy. <laughs> yeah. In- interviews are such a weird thing uh, to me. It's like sometimes you get someone who really understands and knows what they're asking about, and other times you get people just like. No idea, like, and th- th- those are the most frustrating ones, the people who haven't done any research, and mm-hmm. they're learning as they ask the questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, it's re- then it really becomes uh, almost like a game, where you're just like, yeah, just totally how, how ca- yeah, what direction can I take this, this interview in? I just like in interviews when they take, like, small blurbs like Zach's out of context and just, like, focus on that. Like, when I was talking about the Disney Princess thing, some fucking reporter sat through and watched the entire podcast where we talked about that, and from all that shit, they got one quote. Cinderella was kind of a bitch. Which makes <laughs> like the biggest dick in the world. God damn. It's definitely not your flexing kickball pose. It makes you look like the biggest dick in the world. No. <laughs> you know who's a bitch? Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> Zane Gibson. Zane Gibson. <laughs> See, you're going up to it. You're starting to like it. No, it's fucking stupid. It's a great name, Zane. Jesus, this is the new Blaine it. Everyone's just gonna call me Zane. No, nothing will replace Blaine it. This is yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. unless it's Zane it, and we have to change it. Yeah, the possibilities are endless. 
Yeah. No, what do you think of this banana b- bread beer? Uh, it's good. It's, it's interesting. Um, I'm, 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 so I, wanna, I should point out that uh, someone from the community sent this to us. Uh, someone named Ethan sent oh. us a little four-pack of this. We, we've killed it now, but it's Wells Banana Bread Beer. It's really good. Yeah, I don't like banana bread. You like, what? Are you crazy? No, I don't like banana bread. I don't bread. even like bananas, and I love banana bread. Well, I like bananas. You don't like bananas? I don't like banana bread bear. I like bananas. Bread, bread, bread. The two bread, 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 bread. No. Wow. I love hot dogs. I'll eat the shit out of a big old sausage, yeah. but not bananas. <laughs> Why would you eat a banana? I don't, bananas just taste weird. They're like, it's like, it's like poo texture. What? Yeah, it's just like the taste. It's shit, mushy, and then it's like the taste, it's like, it's like a little too sweet without being like a good kind of sweet. I don't like bananas. But this is, this is, this is really good. And I love that their logo is like a banana being peeled with like a pint of beer coming out from it. <laughs> oh, that's pretty creative. It could just be banana beer though. The bread is like no, I, I get no, like because it'd be like diff- a nutty hint to it. Yeah, okay. like there's nuts in banana bread. Did you ever go on any family vacations, Chris? Like, never. Really? Did you ever? <laughs> never. No, I, I mean, I did. I did. Yeah, I did. I some. mean, I didn't. But did I mean? Um, not. I mean, not, I went to like Florida. I went to. Um, I went to Disney World and, oh, you know, etc. I never – so you wanted to talk about family vacations. I remember we were talking yeah. about it. And I was like, I thought about it. I never went on a family vacation. Really? Well, here's the thing. Like, we're talking about my parents, the lovely Joanne and Brian. and uh, But they were always like, you know, when I was a kid – you know, it wasn't like – they didn't have the best relationship. So it would always be like on the up point of it, they'd be like, okay, we're – you know, in May or June – we're going on the family. We're going to Florida, Aaron. And it was usually Florida. I was like, okay, cool, blah blah blah. Like that's that's great. And I'd be looking forward to it, and looking forward to it. And then like you know whatever parent problems would happen and stuff. And and um, like my dad would come in and be like, uh, or my mom would come in and be like, Aaron, you know, we I said we we're gonna go to Florida, but something came up. I'd be like, what came up? And she's like. Your dad is a lying, cheating bastard. <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh, okay. Well, that's all right. That's unfortunate." And then my uh, my dad would come in and be like, "I'm sorry, you had to hear that, Aaron. That was awful. Um, I need to be honest with you because you're, you know, you're a, a, a man now. You're, you're a big boy. I need to tell you the truth. The reason we're not going to Florida is your mom's a whore." <laughs> <laughs> So I guess we're not going to the fucking beach this year, are we? And it's like, that's what it always was. And it's like, we never went on a family vacation. That's the worst. Ever. Like, it out there. Yeah, it's like, it's, I don't it, care about all the other stuff they were yeah. saying. It's like, are we going to the beach or not? Just tell me straight up. We, um, I, I don't know why. I guess it's because of Disney. Like, Florida's such a big attraction for, like, family vacations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So Florida, hopefully, like... Still sucking Walt Disney's dick because there's nothing. Florida's right. such an awful state. I'm sorry, yeah, Florida. Um, but uh, I went once for a family vacation. My my parents did not have the uh, that discussion until years later. Luckily, yeah. But um, uh, when I, what old was I? I was like 13, maybe. We took uh, like a family trip. Again, we drove. Luckily, I wasn't old enough to drive yet, so I didn't have to make this drive. We drove from South Texas out to Florida. Went to like Disney World, did all that stuff. It's cool. Um, and then the next year, for some reason, at school, we took a school trip to Disney World. Wow. When I was, I think I was 14 or 15. And I'd already, like, I feel like I'd already just seen it. And, like, you're at that weird age where you're a teenager and you don't. I've been there Yeah, already. I've been there. Like, I'm not into that. I don't want to do it. And so we, you know, we, as part of the school trip, we go out there to Florida and we're staying at some hotel and the hotel has an arcade. And in the arcade, they've got, like, Mortal Kombat. I'm like, oh, sweet, it's Mortal Kombat here. So, like, I'm, I'm playing Mortal Kombat, and then they're like, all right, we have to go to Disney. 
like, fuck, I don't want to go to Disney. I just want to play Mortal Kombat all day. So we, <clears throat> we all get in the bus and we go to Disney and they let us loose. And, you know, they're like, all right, if anybody gets sick or if anybody, you know, feels bad, just go to like town hall and, you know, leave a note, leave a message and let us know and we'll find you and we'll know. And if there's an emergency, just go there. I'm like, all right, cool. So, you know, we're walking around Disney. I spent like an hour in the park. I'm like, I'm done with this. I just want to go play Mortal Kombat. So it's like, I'm just going to tell them I was sick. So I go to like the town hall or whatever, and I'm like, I just leave a note. And I'm like, um, I got sick. I can't do this. I'm going back to the hotel. Carry on without me. <laughs> yeah, on <laughs> Sorry. Without me. I'll, I'll be okay. So I go back to the hotel. Like, yeah, I Mortal Kombat. I played Mortal Kombat all day. Then like at 9 o'clock at night, one of my teachers comes in and is like, you <laughs> get over here <laughs> i was like what he's like and he was just like yelling at me because i left the park and they couldn't find me I'm like i left a message i did what you said he's like you know why'd you leave the park you know we, we waited there for two hours and we <laughs> looking for you i was like i did exactly what you said after a message he's like You're, you don't look sick like yeah i came back i took my medicine i'm fine now <laughs> so they couldn't get mad at me because i followed their rules but i wasted everybody's time on that trip. That's a perfect vacation for you. <laughs> I can't think of something better for you. <laughs> it's awful. I still I, I feel terrible about it to this day. No, you think about it every day, and you're like, that was the best. I was so on that time. I went, the one, one time I went to Disney World, uh, like we went and um, all the adults were paired up with a kid, you know? Yeah. I got paired up with my great-grandmother. Tough. Who right now is like 100. Oh, the sassy one? The newspaper writer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's like 100. So then she was like 87 or something. Or I don't know. A young oh. woman. Yes. Uh, but we're like, I just remember we were doing like bumper cars. <laughs> and I, she was sitting with me and she'd get mad at me if I hit anyone. <laughs> and she'd get mad at the people who hit us. I remember like driving and then she'd turn around and yell, hey, that is not nice. And I'm like. But the bumper car, that's what you're supposed to do. And, like, all the kids are, like, se- like, like scared because she's <laughs> I was like, what are we – she's like, you drive around nicely. I'm like, all right. Your grandma's, like, <laughs> driving slow in the fast lane of the bumper cars, and she's just like, always indicate. Always. <laughs> it's, like, the one time ever in, like, bumper car history. Like, everyone just drove in a circle. <laughs> it's the one time ever where old people don't hit into other people, other cars. <laughs> Well, it's comforting to know that they realize that it's wrong, and they shouldn't be doing it at least. They're like, this isn't the highway. We shouldn't be hitting other cars. <laughs> this isn't a parking lot. Yeah, this isn't a parking lot. Uh, yeah. Wow. yeah, I I always worry about that, about like getting older and not realizing you make that turn and that you can't drive anymore <laughs> or that you can't see as well as you think you can. Because like, I feel like all of that... It's gradual. Right. It's super right. gradual. It's not like a, bam, you shouldn't be doing this anymore. It's just like... Yeah, maybe not, maybe not, then definitely not. You you read about that kid who uh he's driving with his grandma or his great grandma and she had a minor heart attack behind the wheel uh while they're on the highway and so he steered them into a ditch and slowed the car down. The kid's like nine or something like that. Fuck. And he, he you know he basically steered the car and it slowed down, her foot fell off the gas or whatever and stuff like that and came to a stop. And he said that he learned how to do it from Mario Kart. <laughs> He's like, that's where I knew how to do this and whatever. And, and yeah. Save She's it. like having a heart attack. She's like, I'm just going to lean back. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> keep my foot on the back. <laughs> steer just... and I'll shift later. <laughs> Don't hit any other cars. Um, yeah, that's. Yeah, no. When, when do you know that you're too old to. It got to the point where my granddad was getting so old that uh, we had to take his keys away from him because we weren't driving mm. anymore. 
And this dude's like a World War II veteran. He didn't put up with shit. So he remember like I remember him fighting with my uncle uh, Fred. He was like the oldest of the brothers, and uh, he'd taken his keys. He's like, "Come on, just just give me the keys, Fred. Come on!" And he's like, "No, no, Dad. You know you can't drive." He's, it, this is like I don't know back in the nineties or something. He's like, "Just just go ahead and fax them to me." <laughs> you don't understand how fax machines work. Fax, <laughs> fax me the keys, goddammit! I want to drive. You should have faxed the keys. And it comes down. It's like what. <laughs> I made a wrong choice. <laughs> Man. Oh. It's funny when you understand Oscar. how technology works. Um, I was dealing with, uh, speaking of keys and cars that reminded me, um, I was dealing with this problem where my, my father-in-law has a car, and uh, he was parked at the grocery store a couple days ago, and someone tried to break into his car, not by smashing the window, but by trying to pick the lock or something. So, Is it an old car? No, it's uh, well, it's uh, like an 03. Okay. But they... They, you, you can see, like, around the lock, like, it's all fucked up. Like, the metal's all bent. And, oh. like, so his key doesn't open the door anymore because someone, like, just really fucked up the lock. Like, they didn't get in, and his key doesn't open it. And he had to call the locksmith, and I was like, all right, you know. I was like, just bring the bring the car up. You know, we'll, I'll, I'll help you take it to a place, and we'll have the, the lock swapped out. So then uh, he starts, you know, we, we don't think anything else about it. But then what we don't realize is the gas tank won't open because the locks are broken. Because since his driver's side door is jammed, the lock is jammed, the automatic locks don't open anymore. Like, they can't oh. function. And since he can't unlock the doors, the gas tank won't unlock either. He's like, I don't know if I have enough gas to get to Austin. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Yeah, I had to have him, like, drive up and then, like, follow him to a place to take the car. Like, I was like, if you run out of gas, just pull over immediately. And, you know, then we can get in my car and then we'll, we'll figure out what we're going to do. But he made it. It was like coasting on fumes it was like the most nerve-wracking thing ever like i hope i hope we make it it's like oh because some fucking asshole decided to like i don't know stick a screwdriver in his uh his car door people who can pick locks are dangerous my lynn my brother (laughs) lynn is like he knows how to pick locks and he has his kit and all this stuff like that and he'll just uh especially when i had my old car he'd pick the lock to it drive it around and move it somewhere else and i'd come (laughs) back in my apartment and be like holy shit my car is stolen and then I'd get this message from Lenny. He'd be like, "Missing something, and I'm like, you motherfucker!" But he could get in. He could get into anywhere, like my apartment and all sorts of stuff like that. He's extremely dangerous. That's the one thing I am scared about moving into you guys' apartment. Lynn is gonna fuck your world Lynn, up. I like Lynn. Lynn and I get along yeah. well, though. Yeah, this is my little brother. Lynn is fucking hilarious. I love hanging out with yeah. him. But, but yeah, I am afraid that he will fuck with me, though. He will gain entry. <laughs> have you told the story about uh, whenever uh, you got a call from your apartment complex and they couldn't get a hold of you? I can't. I think did you I have told that one on the podcast? Yeah, it was the one with. Yeah, the- yeah, I did. I, t- I told about how Lynn said I was in in, in prison. prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that kind of stuff. It's a little shit. Yeah, man. you just can't trust him, especially when he has the tools to get into everything. When I was in uh, in college, one of the guys in uh, in my college was was like that. You know, he loved picking locks. It must be like. There must be some people who are just really into that. And yeah. He was, you know, he always carried, like, a lockpick set with him. Mm-hmm. And he always wore a black trench coat and, like, a fedora. Jesus. What? <laughs> and uh, we, uh, I mean, this was down in Houston. This was back when Astroworld and Waterworld were still open. And, uh, like, my college had rented out Waterworld for the night, one night. It's like, all right, we're going to go and, you know, for, like, four hours or whatever. Waterworld is just for you guys. Is Kevin Costner there? <laughs> and, uh, no, he was not. Uh... And... <laughs> That dude went with us, and everyone else is wearing, you know, swim trunks and stuff to get wet. 
he showed up in that <laughs> and that fedora with his set of lockpicks. And, like, so everyone's going into the front door. And then as we're going in, like, security's like, you, stop. <laughs> and they've got, like, a piece of paper. And this is his face on the paper. Like, you can't come in here. He'd been kicked out of Astroworld so many times for picking locks and getting access to places he shouldn't be that they had a piece of paper with his face Holy <laughs> to shit. make sure he didn't get in. It's kind of cool, actually. <laughs> yeah. To be that level of, like... You know. What do you get into it at when Astroworld was around? It's still like the, the prizes. Well, I guess the prizes, but also like the little trees or the, or the employee little, access areas. Yeah, the access areas. I guess you could do that, but but it sucks. It sucks at Astroworld. I guess it's just the thrill. Yeah, I, I think he just. Yeah, it's something that you're forbidden from entering. Right, and it's just like I want to go in there and see. Yeah, I've never stolen. Like I don't steal, but we were having a shoot in college um, at a. Uh, Carnival or something like that. It was in Dripping Springs, I think. And uh, I was, like, packing down set. And I was pissed off because it wasn't even my shoe, but I was there. The last one there breaking down set. And I had watched, like, fucking ten kids walk up to, like, uh, a carnival game and then just take a prize. And I was like, those <laughs> things are, like, worth, what, five cents? And I was talking to a girl at the time. I was like, wouldn't it be funny if I just, like, took something? So I packed everything into my car. Look around. No one's there. Pitch black. They turn off all the lights. I take this stupid, despicable me, like, giant, yellow, ugly thing. And as soon as I grabbed it, there was, like, two people that were, like, 100 yards away. They're like, ah, you put that down. I was like, fuck. Like, how did they catch me? So I immediately started running with it. I was like, am I really going to get arrested over this goddamn despicable me thing? So I, like, threw it behind me, hopped over a fence, just started running. And then it was like, I was, like, in the born identity. I was like going through a crowd like <laughs> oh, i'm gonna get away just for a fucking despicable me stuffed animal wow they're like shooting at you sorry life of crime's not worth it blade zane <laughs> I'm, I'm fucked up the wrong name. yeah so don't steal kids yeah yeah um i don't think i've <coughs> i don't think i've ever stolen anything i think when i was a kid like in a stroller i grabbed a stuffed animal and my mom accidentally like pushed me out with it then made me like go back and apologize and, yeah, and yeah, give it to the store like i was too young like i didn't know it's like i just grabbed something and we just had to go back and you know give it back but i think that's like, the extent of it i'm not a, i'm not a, a hardened criminal like zane gibson right yeah, yeah. Watch I, was, out. I was reading something about a uh, a woman who was trying to teach her kids about right and wrong uh because the kids stole this is in new york i think the kids stole something from a store and she had him ret- you know they took it back or whatever and stuff like that and then she called the she called the police and said hey can you send an officer down to, you know, talk to my son about right and wrong and stuff like that? And they're like, yeah, absolutely, ma'am. So they show up to her house and they start talking to the kid and they're, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the three officers were, were cool. One of the officers was like, this is bullshit. This is, he's a thief and a blow, you know, and the kid's like 12 or whatever. And so anyway, while the other the cops are being nice, the kid and, and teaching him about right and wrong, the other cop's like, you're a bad mother. You're a bad mother and blah, blah, blah. What? And then they end up arresting the mother. <laughs> like oh my after, God. Yeah, it was, what? it was crazy. They arrest the mother. Uh, you know, the other cops didn't want to, but the one cop did. They arrest her for, you know, child, you know, neglect or whatever the case was. So and then they left the 12 year old alone. No, the, uh, twelve-year-old or, or well, kid went to too. CPS, child protection oh, service, and it was a whole fucking thing. Like she wow. called the cops to teach him or her about right and wrong. And well, I'm sure that kid she learned, learned a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, God, good so, cop, uh, asshole cop. That, so you're telling the story reminded me about a story you told on a previous podcast. You talked about the guy who tweeted about 
like the hacking flight. a plane. Yeah, um, yeah. Have, have you heard? Have you followed that anymore? Heard any of the further details? I about think that? he got, sh- uh, you know, shaken down a little bit, and you know, a wag of the finger and stuff. But the thing was, is he's, you know, he's a tech industry dude. He actually does consulting for, you know, air uh, airlines and stuff like that. So after giving him some grief, they're like, "Don't do that again." And I think, you know. He was intimidated into learning his lesson, but I don't. I mean, he didn't go to jail. A couple or of days ago, he got arrested. No what? shit. Whoa. They realized that on that fl- on flights, he actually was hacking into planes and issuing commands to the plane from no. the re- from the cabin. A week ago, I checked on it and it nothing was like had two happened. Days ago. Holy shit! What? Yeah, like, like, what kind of things does he like? Uh, apparently, what I read was that they went to his seat and they saw that. Under the seat in front of him, that the access cover was removed, and then under his seat, the access cover was removed, and that he used a modified Ethernet cable to plug into the in-flight entertainment system, hacked it, bypassed it, and was able to issue climb commands to no the onboard shit. computer in the in the cockpit, and that his uh, his plane started climbing as a result of it. Gee, what a what was prick. he trying to do? Yeah, prove he a point. To do that, like prove that yeah. you can hack into the plane. Who were those people that were tweeting me, being like, "You can't get into a plane for blow"? Well, through the wireless, I understand. But that, yeah, he man, absolutely that's, did. That's fucked. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's it's. I, and on one hand, you know, it's it's shitty. He shouldn't be doing that, no. right? But on the other hand, it's like I'm glad that this is now kind of out there, so that airplane absolutely. manufacturers and airlines know that you need to secure that, yeah. so that no one does anything malicious with that kind of access. Yeah. Here's the thing: was he doing that on commercial flights with passengers? It was commercial flights with passengers that he was on. That's that's pretty fucked. Yeah, because he deserves to get arrested. Who knows, like. I mean, uh, what if you, know, you crash the computer? What or, if you, what if the computer freaked out or whatever the case is? I mean, you shouldn't do that with other people on board. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm all for you know uh, vulnerability testing and all that stuff like that. But that is that's pretty screwed. I'll see if I can look up the article and send it to you. Yeah, yeah, I want to. I'll uh, send it to Mariel for the link dump too. Gus and I love air airline Sorry. disasters and airline stuff. Any more banana? Beer? There's no more banana beer. There's mine. Them all. You can finish your planes. Oh. But it's time to wrap up yeah. anyway. Uh, so uh, I want to thank everyone for watching. I hope you all had a good Memorial Day, and we'll see you guys uh, next Monday with another episode of the RT Podcast. Bye. Bye. Happy Memorial Day. I like that.